Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys are re-watching Sex in the City for the first time ever, mostly. And just like that, I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. My name is John Zeber. Oh, man. <laughs> we got some stuff to talk about today. We We're really do. You. Corey, you're spicy today. What I'm just is excited. better? <laughs> Dating? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's three things. Would you rather date? Would uh-huh. you rather hang out? Or would you rather <laughs> discuss discuss issues? What do you want to do? Do you want to discuss we're issues? Ch- we're chatting issues here. We're chatting issues. We were just talking in the pre the the pre-cord about about uh dating. And you know, like some of you are married, but like, you know, about like dating is fun. But also, it's fun to hang out. That's what we were saying. It's fun. Yeah. Like, well, but also, do you know what's do you know what's interesting about what just happened? We had a great. We just had a great friend bit before the episode happened. Yeah, and and this episode is about premature ejaculation, and we want to assure you that even though we had a little bit of humor ejaculating before. From our mouths before. That was just pre-com. Yeah. We still got <laughs> we can pre-com. we can do round two with our listeners. Always <laughs> yeah. down for round two with our listeners. Always down for round two. Yeah. The thing is, like our refractory <laughs> period is over. Listen, I, yeah, after after you get the first one out, then you're just you're good to go for a while. You 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 show up for round two, three, four, whatever. Come on. It's just the first part that is like it's the first part that like may or may not finish the movie or whatever you want to, whatever analogy you want to give, you know, things might yeah, hop out yeah. the gate a little more, but then what, once the jitters are out, once the jitters <laughs> are on the titters, then we're ready to, we're ready to go. Dude. If we ever make merch, once the jitters are on the titters, we're ready to go. There you go. What is it? What is one. a titter? Is a titter like titters? Does that mean like nerves? Like, I have a couple titties. What is that? Isn't that a British thing for nerves or something like that? No, I think it's an like, American think, thing for tits. I think like Kevin's <laughs> the local Brit expert. Kevin, Kevin what does it mean? A oh, titter? I know what it is. Yeah. Is it a bird? Nope. I know what a, it is. Is it, a, is it like a warbler? Ooh, a warbler. A, a red-breasted warbler? Yeah. Dude, it, I love red breasts. A, a titter is a laugh. Titter's ah. a laugh. You, uh, it's little, a British. It's a British laugh. So it's like, oh, oh, oh. 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 <laughs> that, that was that was British butthead right there. Oh, Beavis. Oh, Beavis. Oh, Beavis. I want to have a point with you, Beavis. <laughs> Dude, what about the Scottish? Remember the Scottish guy? When's he coming up? He's awesome. What is it? Is it? Oh, that's a. That's like McDougal. It's at Trace. a wedding or something. It's that's at a McDougal. McDougal. Yeah. McDougal. This is the. This is the best fucking podcast out there. There's one podcast for every person in America, and we have the fucking best one. Isn't that insane? Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. It feels, it feels really good. It feels yeah, really to have good. Come this far. I bet. I bet if you put a year and a half into wasting your time on Brene Brown's podcast. <laughs> And then you find this one, you're like, "What was all that shit?" Yeah, she she's like, "You should you should emote, you should feel your feelings and forgive others." Fuck no. off. She yeah, she's like, "Talk a about pre cum, Brene." Brene, <laughs> exactly. We got red tits on the episode. Come on, we're talking <laughs> What's about a titter mean. Talking about titters yeah. and jitters, Brene Brown. Meanwhile, yeah. she's like, "I'm from Texas. Talk about your feelings <laughs> and drink a topo chico." 
Shut up. Why don't you go? Te- why don't you go text Oprah? Yeah, no, shut on. the fuck up. Yeah, <clears throat> Michael Bavaro. Michael Bavaro. His Barbaro. podcast He's is like garbage. <laughs> Ooh, we're gonna talk about one issue each time. We do one entire episode. Yeah, okay, we about- do four. We do four issues each time. Yeah, he exactly. does one st- one in depth story. We cover four storylines each each episode, and yeah. his his episodes are only like a half hour. Yeah, yeah we're like also- this American Life, but good. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, Act one, get a better podcast. Shut up, shut God. up, dude. If we have Michael Barbaro on this podcast, he's going to be like, "Oh, I've never been on a Sex and City podcast before." And we're like, "Yeah, you're, we're not here to hear your thoughts on Sex and the City. <laughs> the Daily sucks, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. podcast sucks, mm-hmm. Michael. Mm-hmm. I, I love mm-hmm. the Daily. I listen I- to when I run." Do you really? I, I'll, I never miss a, a This American Life. Really? Holy cow. This American Life Great is show. long. Dude, I used to listen to that when I delivered pizza. Oh, like, yeah? On actual just Chicago public radio. That's and awesome. I would get so steamed when I'd have to go in to like drop off the pizza and like miss a really good part of the story. Um, hey, I it love makes this. me so steamed. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. Is that from a song? Pizza. Oh, weekend. Breaking for the weekend. weekend. Is that Mondays. Bjork? Oh, Mondays. Oh, they get me so steamed. What is that? It's uh, it's from one of the greatest SNL sketches of Will Ferrell ever. It's uh, him and Garth Brooks uh, when he plays the devil. Ah, yes, yes. Didn't you deliver um, a pizza to John Hughes' house? Is that what we were talking about? All the time. All the time. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I wow. I delivered pizza to him. I delivered pizza to Ina Garten. I didn't know. Really? To the Barefoot Contessa? She was wearing a sweatshirt that said Barefoot Contessa on it. That's amazing. I loved, I loved delivering pizza. If I ever get like wealthy enough to not have to work my normal job, yeah, I will 100% deliver pizza again. It was so fun. You just That's drive awesome. around. I, I, I'm talking about delivering pizza in like the suburbs. I think it would be stressful in New York City. It'd be but, so like, stressful in New York City. If you're like in the suburbs and especially now that you have GPS, like I used to have to write down on the back of the receipts directions on how to get to someone's house. Now you just have, you just put it in your GPS yeah. and you just cruise. You listen to podcasts. You can talk to people on your Bluetooth. It's the best, best gig in the world. Mod- Modern sex in the city episode. Samantha has sex with an Uber with a, with a, a DoorDash person. Oh yeah. yeah. Current, I feel like they, would, be, I feel like they would could be, also do like she leaves like her underwear in an in an Uber, and then like has to figure out how to get it back. Well, like the yeah, that'd be good. I'm just thinking with like it used to just be pizza delivery guys. Now everyone right. is a delivery guy for all for all food. So it's like she wouldn't just have sex with the pizza delivery guy. It could be, <laughs> it would be, uh, it'd be a server. Yeah, it's It'd basically be a, a DoorDash like, or an Uber Eats person. What if, what if she is like has this thing where she's like trying to save money, and so she ends up being like, "My tip is taking their tip," and she does that for like a Uber Eats person, and then like by the end of the mm. episode, she's just like she's slept with like seven app people, and she's like, "I have to stop this because I'm just screwing all the people on all the apps." Honey, app app people give the best head. <laughs> she just like comes up with a reason why app people she's like she's banging her task rabbit task rabbit <laughs> he can task grab it all night long <laughs> ask jeeves no that's the that was a, a website the isn't, there like a, isn't there like some yeah. sort of like laundry service called jeeves there's one called Handy. There used to be a home cleaning place called Handy. That one just writes itself. How come every single like service-based app is is a, a Samantha joke? We have Task Rabbit. We have Handy. What else is yeah. there? Uh, there's um, there's um, Airb in Pussy. <laughs> there you go. There's that one. Air D in my B. Uh-huh. <laughs> D in my P. But you could do either. Yeah, D in, D in my air D in my V. Uh air D I'm and trying v. to think of uh, other I mean trying to think of other who uh <laughs> trying to think of other mm. other apps. You just start reading all the apps that you have. 
I know. I, I, I was. I don't, at, I, don't, I don't have many delivery Spotify. apps. I have just I have just seam seamless creamless 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 yeah creamless but it's it's they only they only do um they only do bagel like plain bagels yeah they do hey, they do a, I'm pretty do sure cannoli, cannolis with no filling in the middle I'm pretty sure there's a good a solid uh, Zabar's reference in this episode if I remember correctly yeah oh yeah um, I think there is I think there is yeah um. Which makes me very hungry. God, love love Zabars. All right, I can't think of any other um, good Samantha well, Samantha apps. Let's uh, the um. Well, this episode came out on September twelfth, nineteen ninety nine. Uh, two days after Corey's birthday, Corey. Yeah. This was two days after your birthday. This episode came out. Yeah, I know. Dude, that's crazy. crazy. Um, pretty and, nuts, you know, I what I also th- think about it. I'd love a full recap of what you're doing. All right. Let me, let me, let me give it some thought. Keep going. Kevin. Probably skateboarding first. I was probably thrashing. I was really into pull and peel Twizzlers at that point in my life. Remember pull, pull and peel peeling, Twizzlers? You're probably oh. pulling and peeling. Dude, you're still a licorice daddy. Oh, dude, I love licorice. I've my licorice tastes are kind of the same as like someone who started drinking alcohol by like drinking wine coolers. And now they're just like, I like a very peaty scotch. Mine are like <laughs> mine started with like some pull and peel Twizzlers. And now like I love a uh, a, a, a semi soft, semi hard salted, salted penis. licorice, <laughs> salted penis. Yeah, a semi soft, semi hard penis. Yes. Um. Well, PD PD Scotch, penisy Scotch. Well, let's see. In in eleven minutes, we've we've gone through all the apps. We wrote a we wrote a B story for Samantha. Yeah, and then we we took down we took down tons of other podcasts. Yeah, we we shouted at Brene Brown today. We watch an episode of Sex in the City. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to work on my Barbaro. You have we'll a close very it out good, with that. You have a very good yeah. Barbaro. But uh, that yeah, wasn't but I it. had a cold lately. I had a cold mm-hmm. lately, so I, I have to <clears throat> I have to get into it. So we'll see. I got you. <gasps> All right. Um, well, we're going to watch Shortcomings. Let's, and then shortcomings? Shortcomings. Let's watch Shortcomings. Shortcomings. Yeah. Shortcomings. Talk to us. Yeah. Katie, take it away. Episode 27, Shortcomings. Carrie dates an author who has a premature ejaculation problem and finds that she regrets having to break up with his perfect family. Child-phobic Miranda dates a divorced father who has a son. Charlotte's brother Wesley stays with her after his wife leaves him. And Samantha gives him exactly what he needs, sex. And now, back to the boy. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, and we're back. Short. Welcome back to the pod. Shortcomings. I feel really. They really get that title. I mean, that title. You're like, oh, shortcomings. Ha ha. That's funny. That's totally what it's about. Totally what it's about. Um, man, I remember. I remember back in the day with. I feel like premature ejaculation was like. uh, Bit, that was a very popular thing in middle school and high school. <laughs> With, like, like for other kids to make make fun of, or just no, like just like to have you were in like. <laughs> no, it was just you're a bit. I don't get what just you're to saying. Experience. Oh. Uh, just like literally, Justin throw ejaculating early. Just like remind me of like, you know, like what it was like to be in middle school and high school. 
whether with a girl or by myself. It was just like, <laughs> you could just like, you could just like flip through and see the Christina Aguilera dirty video for 30 seconds and like rub against a couch for t- four of those seconds and be like, Oh gosh. <laughs> and that is what I dirty. think the plot of, of just like that is going to be. It's going to be Miranda just <laughs> decrustifying her sofa that Brady rubs up against. <laughs> Oh, to while watching WAP. Oh, mm-hmm. our uh, our follower Cat Karar, shout out Cat. She said that we should call Bingo as, and just like that Bingo, we should call it Cosmo. Ooh, oh, that's a great right? idea. Yeah, totally. Yeah, C O. Yeah, and we could make one each week for each episode. I love that. We need to really do that. Yeah. We have some time. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's great. Um. Which which storyline should we start with? Uh, first of all, one of my favorite. I mean, I remember this. I just, I was so excited. I wish there was a whole mo- uh, sh- movie or something about that family because they're just oh so good. Dude, yeah. oh, it's, dude, it's really fun. I mean, obviously, it's really fun watching this this show again. But now that we're, I'm starting to like remember some of these episodes really well, and like also like remembering where we were and what we were doing the first time that, that we saw them. But this is like one of those episodes where it's like, I almost remember every scene of this episode from the first time we watched it. And that's crazy. Cause that was like what yeah. three years ago. Yeah. 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 It's super exciting. And it was, yeah, just so fun. Such like a good, uh, it was, it was just great. Also some, a few, a uh, few iconic outfits in this too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sarah, totally. Sarah Jessica Parker had, I don't know what that dress is called, but it's just called the perfect body dress. The one at the very like, end of the no episode, one could she w- like knocks on the window. Dude, it makes no yeah, sense. It's so funny seeing stuff that you see all the time. Like that's like one of the most popular like Instagram pictures. It's like a meme of like when you see your friends, people use it when she just goes up and is like waving with the glasses in the window. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a, people use it as a meme for lots of things. And I'm like, Oh, it's crazy. That's where that meme came from. Yeah, totally. Uh, it's insane. Um, what storyline do you want to start with? We have, um, of course, Carrie and Von Weisel and the Weisel family. Mm-hmm. We have, um, Charlotte and Samantha kind of have the same storyline with, uh, their brother or we have Miranda and the, um, the married man with a kid who I will say we've all been members at New York sports club at one time, right? You guys oh, yeah. used to go to, you guys like used to go to classes with Katie before, uh, before yeah. we were engaged, yeah. right? I've been, I've, yeah, we did yeah. We went to that oh, one yeah. and I was members uh, at another one, one time too. I was members at one before I moved to Brooklyn. So yeah, we've been, we've been there. New York sports club. I feel like was yeah. like the hot gym at one point. Totally. Until like, until, um, What's what's the equinox, equinox came? Yeah, and just equinox, like, yeah. Dude, I'll tell you what. I don't I don't live by an equinox right now, but I was a member of Equinox a few years back when I worked by one. And if mm-hmm. there was an equinox in my neighborhood, that's like the easiest money I've ever spent in my life. I know it's expensive, I know it's a lot, but I go to the gym quite a bit and the amenities that they have at Equinox, the clean equipment, it's just like take my well, however much, two seventy five a month. I don't care. It's it is. They are so incredibly nice. I really like Equinox. As someone who's never been in an Equinox and who, uh, <laughs> who was like a philistine of gyms, I've I've, I've joined. I, I was a member of uh, I forget what it's called, Blink, which was like twelve okay. bucks a month, which not is not Equinox. a bad. It's very it's, different it's, than Equinox. Very different Equinox. Blink was great for what it was, you know, but uh, but yeah, very very different than Equinox. What um. Uh, yeah. Tell me, tell me like, what is so good about it? I know about the, like, what is it? The, 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 the equipment is always towels. like eucalyptus sun and towels. Yeah. The equipment is always like pristine condition. It's always like they have people cleaning it a lot, really nice equipment. That's like really well taken care of. You mm-hmm. have like a steam room and a sauna, at least the one that I went to. You have a pool that's like really nice and, and well kept. I think it was a saltwater pool, so you're not getting the chlorine. And that's just like awesome. friendly staff. I mean, it's just like I don't know. I just like I'm 
the the only bad part of equinox is i was 100 the most out of shape person every single time i went to the gym and so there's mm-hmm. some self-confidence issues that i went through mm-hmm. uh, but it's it is a uh it is it is a magical place it seems like you're describing i'm a currently member of the y and they have all of those amenities i just guarantee you they're not as nice they, they feel, have you feel, the sun and towels they don't they have towels <laughs> But they're not eucalyptus scented. They, they have a pool. Are they cold? It's a great pool. Scented? Are they what? They're I'm, are they cool? I'm going to YMCA yeah. not not for the workout machines. I'm going there to hang out with other young young men, young Christian Absolutely. men. Absolutely. I mean, the nice thing about the YMCA here is it is the Young Men's <laughs> Christian Association, but it's also just a lot of families and a lot of people that have just lived in New York forever. You, yeah. it's a lot and of the Bill old De Blasio. Men. Yeah, and De Blasio. He goes too. to the YMCA. He does the one in Park yeah, Slope. Yeah, he goes to the one on Yeah, he goes to the one on 9th Street in Park Slope. Oh. And people people like across the street, sometimes you'll see him walk out and there'll be like someone like a construction worker or someone that'll just be like, "You suck." <laughs> <laughs> I yelled at him, yelled at him on a train once. He was trying to film a video and I like started screaming at him because there was construction outside my house at 3 in the morning for like months. <laughs> and I, I started screaming a, at him. What an like, absolute like, his like staffer was like, sir, you need to keep it down. I was like, I'm not going to keep it down until someone fixes my apartment. Even though I had to get off in a couple blocks and I just kept <laughs> on freaking out. And finally the guy gave me his card. And do you know where I was going when I, where? when that happened, I was going where? to be your co-counsel when you went to sue your landlord. Oh I was taking my the gosh. Train to City that's Hall. awesome. Yeah. Anyway, that's awesome. Um, my co-counsel, so, man. my co-counsel, John, yeah, your, co- your co-counsel that got ro- written out of your, your, um, your, your comedy special that you talked about your loss. Awesome it's thanks, it's thanks not the final product yet, bro. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I never saw kids at like the New York sports club that I went to. Is that a thing that they like do like kids I, days or like kids? Do they like let families come in and just like be like tossing balls and stuff around the gym. Was that a thing in New York? Maybe so. Well, I mean, it's supposed to be like an out of the ordinary type thing in, in the yeah. episode. Right. Right. Um, I, I guarantee you it's, ha- it's like everything has happened. Right. Um, I'm sure I could totally imagine that happening. And that's kind of, to be honest, that's like the only way to have an in into flirting because I feel like gym, unless like people are laying it on strong, I feel like that's not a safe place to ask people out because everybody is kind of like, mm-hmm. you, you know, like it's not a safe place to ask people out because it could be like, I'm just here to work out, you know? Yeah. 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 I don't, I, I, I don't think, uh, has anyone ever asked someone out of the gym and how to be successful? I mean, that's like always the thing that people Bruce talk about, like. Yeah, Springsteen. His was real successful. That was that was a joke Kevin and I always wanted to make work, and it never worked. It was tell what? the story, Kevin. Let's see if we can make it work. It was now. about how Bruce Bruce Springsteen told a girl she had a nice ass while she was like on a step machine, and this this came out in like a, a divorce deposition from the other person, and then Bruce Springsteen had to acknowledge it. But it was like, uh, and she like turned around. It was Bruce Springsteen, so that. Corey and I would always just joke about like, how did she know it was Bruce Springsteen? Like, and it would, it would unless he like him. said it in a Bruce Springsteen voice. Right. Like you just hear like a, I see you on that step right there. Hey, you got a nurses. And she'd be like, what? And it'd just be him. And he'd be like, sorry, I was, uh, I was going over to do some dips. I got a podcast with Brock later. <laughs> exactly yeah exactly that's uh, how she knew um so. yeah i mean i i know lots of people i feel like here's the thing we we're like three good looking dudes but we're not well, good you. looking we enough are? to have yeah on the in oh, in the grand okay. scheme of things in the I, grand I, scheme of things i someone we're my, not hot someone we're i not work work out tell Go ahead. We're, go ahead, we're just go ahead. not working out at a gym asking a girl out hot. And those people usually lack a little in personality and they're just like, they're trying to get a six pack and they're like looking for other 
people at their hot level to have sex with because that's the only place that they feel comfortable is at the gym because they don't have that much else going on in their life besides working out. So I feel like you put, you emanate that out and then people find each other, but I'm at the gym to just keep the pudge at a minimum. So I'm not, I'm not in a sexual mood or a flirtatious mood at the gym. Cause I'm like, I don't have a six pack. I'm just like keeping the pudge workable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I need to, I need to think about that some more. I, I feel but like I, 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 get, I think I get what you're saying. Yeah, I think it's more just that, you know, it's a weird space to, it's a weird, we talked about this on a, a previous podcast too, where I, uh, Kevin and I were out to dinner and um, I asked, we had a connection with our waitress and I was like, hey, do you want to get a drink with yeah, us yeah. afterward? And, um, and it's like that kind of thing, which like that was totally fine until the bar shut down and then I went back and no, said we're going I to think- another bar. I'm not finished. You shut up. I'll freaking pile, I'll pile drive you at the gym. All right. But what I was going to say is uh, that was a totally fine interaction. It was great. But it's like the same kind of deal where like uh, it's just people are at a gym to work out. People are at a restaurant to eat. You're kind of you're kind of you're you're mixing. It, it, it could be a little shit where you eat conversation in both yeah. scenarios. That's totally. what I'm saying. But what I think is interesting about your thing is that yeah. your comfort is food and banter. So that's what set you off. You're a good conversationalist and you know about food. So that's what set you off into being like, ooh, we have a connection. I don't necessarily think we would feel that at the gym because that's not the place that you feel most in your element. Mm, So that's why you may feel that more with a bartender or a waitress, right? Whereas Mm. someone who is like physicality is their thing and being fit is their thing they may feel Mm. very much in the zone and feel flirtatious vibes in a way that we wouldn't because that's not even though we go to the gym that's not like where we feel most at home Mm. yeah that's a that's a fair point you're chatting about orange wine you're just like man this is like i'm i'm killing it and she's into this and she was true yeah that's a good what what is um someone someone speaking of that someone asked the question of like if you had got Someone gave you a million dollars if you right now turned around and gave an eight-hour lecture on something. What would be the subject that you'd do it on? Wow, how much are they giving me? What are the details? But you of get a million dollars, but you have to like right now, this second, give a lecture on a topic for eight hours. Um, jeez. Is there anything that you can do, or you just you just? Um, mine would be how much I hate. Um, New York City fireworks at starting July 25th all the way through or June 25th all the way through the rest of July. I'm sure you guys can probably hear the fireworks that are going off in Brooklyn right now. Yeah, you still have some. I haven't had all, any go off, but I've, I've oh, been do we gone. Have all, all hours of the night. Oh, wow. Um, I f- yeah. I, I, I mean, I feel like, of course, yours could be like food, wine. Yeah, probably. I could, I could do food. I could also do I could also do the evolution of late eighties to nineties skateboarding through the early two thousands. I don't know. It'd be a it'd be a niche audience, but I could probably do that. Can you have notes? Yeah, um, of course. Yeah. I mean you have to do it right now. So whatever notes you have on your body, your person right now. I have a book that Kevin gave me about a skateboarder. Um <laughs> just read that ooh, book. I always read that book. Yeah. Um yeah, I could do that. I could maybe do some food stuff. And what about so you, Kevin? You're, um, I could do it about probably a few things. I, I have like niche, like artists that I'm into. Supreme, I could Supreme do it about Court. Supreme Court, Bob Dylan, Woody Allen, Sex in the City. <laughs> I could do it yeah, about Sex and the City. Uh, I, I could get to that one before you, and you guys could be my guest lecturers, and then you get two hundred fifty thousand dollars. You split that. I'm, I'm into that. I get five hundred. I mean, this this kind of does tie in with uh, with the conversation that uh, Von Weisel's mother has with Carrie about how she is kind of part part of the zeitgeist. She is is a voice, and how important her yeah her work is for New York. Um, I I also I think I, this I, was this was a cool episode for that reason that it was like you kind of got a little more detail of context of like 
Carrie Bradshaw's influence, it like mm-hmm. just became a little clearer to be like, oh, wow, like people know about this and exactly what Valerie Harper shout out to Mona. Yeah. Is she Mona or Rona? In, uh, uh, in she was in what's it called? Uh, which who's movie? this? Is this the mother? She was whoever she. Yeah, she she was in um, what was that? The redheaded, the beautiful Mary Tyler Moore show. I believe she was. Oh. She was Mary Tyler Moore's best friend. And oh, Rhoda. It, it was a big thing. Rhoda. Rhoda. She was. You were either into Mary Tyler Moore or you were into Rhoda. And and I'll tell you what, my dad, he said multiple times he was into Rhoda. Wow. Really? Um, He's a Rhoda yeah. guy. Um. Yeah, he was he he's into Rhoda. But um so yeah, she's like she's epic. But uh she just the way that she talked about um Carrie Bradshaw was like, oh yeah, that's kind of like it's kind of meta, but it is it it was what the show is, but also what Carrie Bradshaw is, and you got a little bit of look into like, oh, cool. Like she's starting the conversation each week. She's like part of the water cooler conversation back when there was offices. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. All right. Let, let's just, let's, since we're already talking about that, let's just jump into that family conversation, that whole dating conversation. First of all, second time we've seen Thoreau in the series. And I got to mm-hmm. say, I wish we saw him three more times. I love a good Thoreau. I love a ten more thorough times. Thoreau. Yeah. He was fantastic. I'll do 10 more times. All right. I go 10. Yeah. I, I think that he should be Samantha in the new series. That would be amazing. That'd be great. I totally agree with that. He's in Samantha face the whole time. Yeah. Um, deep, they deep fake Samantha into it. Kevin's just holding a picture up of Rhoda. <laughs> That's like I someone think, coming back to the table. After I, it. I actually, I actually saw what was crazy about that is I saw, you know, like when, when you can see someone else's screen, it was actually mm-hmm. saved as mm-hmm. a bookmark on his screen. It was just wrote a fat file. <laughs> and I, it, it was yeah. very easy for you to find that picture. I know he doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can say this, but there's that's from <laughs> Rhoda, the sexy picture of Rhoda. There's a 95% chance my dad masturbated to that picture 50 years ago, 45 years ago. So he Let's had get to him go on get the phone the- and ask him. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you were part of the Wiesel family, that would just be a normal Sunday afternoon chit chat. Yeah, yeah. That's she would true. just be like, "Oh, that's great. That's healthy." And be like, "Let's just let's just talk about that." Yeah, totally. Um. So, what did you? Okay, like they start dating. Here's a question for both of you. Mm-hmm. Two things. How soon? What's a, what's an appropriate time when you're when you have just started dating someone? For them to meet your friends and what's an appropriate time for them to meet your family this isn't going to be an interesting conversation i'll tell you why i'm gonna preface it because i feel like kevin comes in very early with the meeting of the friends and i very early he does come in very Very early early. i thought about it when i was watching this episode yeah kevin kevin Mm. like will introduce you to a girlfriend of his way earlier than than i did like i would say katie i kept her like I purposely didn't introduce her to any of my friends for probably I want to talk to her, but probably six months, seven months, maybe she that was, was very hideous back time. then. Wow. It was before you gotten her all that surgery. She <laughs> totally. looked horrible. Yeah. Totally. She was a freak. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I mean, thank you for was, not doing it. It was hard. It I was would hard have given to, me nightmare. Maybe it wasn't that long. It was, a, it was quite a long time though. Cause I like, I don't know. I just like, I feel like that's a, I felt like that's a big deal and I didn't want to just like bring around a person and then have them not, I don't know, not be around anymore. But yeah, Kevin, you, you come in, you come in fast and frequent and I want to hear you. I want to hear what you think My is philosophy? acceptable on the time. Yeah. yeah. What's your philosophy? Uh, I think date three or four, uh, is, is like early. I, you know, I think if you have a, if you have a connection, I mean, I, I think of it this way. I, I wasn't always like that, but I think of it this way that it's like my friends are an important part of my life and dating turned into a thing that, you know, you're trying to squeeze lots of things in. 
And I think mm-hmm. after a few years of of dating and friends being separate, I was like, the what killing ter- two birds with one stone. This is like this is a barrier to jump over to see how this person is with my friends, and so. And also, I don't want to have to like miss certain things and have to choose between certain things. So I guess it's like the person that I end up with, I want to be able to click with my friends and that's something that I'd rather not put off. And also there's just so much to do in New York that it's like, if, you know, if it's like a mutual party or a mutual thing, it's like, we'll come to this and like, we'll see how it goes. So that's, that's where it's at mentally. Do you think there's like a negative end to it? No, I, I, don't think- I, I think that if I, I think if I had the, if I dated again, I would, I would bring my significant around sooner than I have in the past, partly because Mm -hmm. of like, I think you do that really well. Like you, you bring people around, you like bring them to a social event and then something else you always do really well. This is a compliment. Kevin podcast is you like, you stay like decent friends with a lot of your like ex-girlfriends too, Mm. you know? And I think that that might have something to do with it. And I know a few ex-girlfriends in particular who like have now like joined the join the like friend group and our friends with other friends in our groups. So, like, I think you yeah. have a really good mature re- understanding of, of the, I don't know, the, the timing and relationships. Mm. Yeah. But I don't like them hanging around. <laughs> Gotta be honest. I don't like them hanging around. Um, yeah. Let's clean them up. You want them out. You want them out. You want them out. Um, no, I, I think, uh, I, you asked if there's a negative. I think the, I don't, I don't think there's a negative. Well, I guess it's like, if, if it's, if it's a, it's tough because like, there's a weird part of dating where I think we've talked about this, Kevin, like there's sometimes a weird part of dating where you're taking time out your to possibly be like, I don't know, maybe there's a chance with this person and like, I'll end up spending way more time with them, but you are taking time away from like the comfortable side of your life and friends Mm -hmm. sometimes already. Mm -hmm. And um, so I guess the negative side of it could be that it could be negative for you if you like bring a person around and then all of a sudden something happens, you're not together. And then you got to have the awkward conversation of like, Oh, this didn't work out or whatever, which is not bad. That's just like what life is, you know? But like, so I don't know. I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a negative, I guess. Like, I guess another thing could be sometimes if you bring a lot of people around really early on and then nothing works out, people could be like, Oh, cool. Like another random person. Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But something like that. But I, I guess those would be the only negatives I would see. Well, that the, has happened. I guess that the, has happened to friends of mine who like have brought around a lot of girls really like over and over again. And then I meet them and I'm just like kind of not really cold, but just like I don't want to get yeah, invested yeah. in this person because I know they're not going to be here at the next party. Yeah. And then like that's yeah. that's also not well, I, I don't like doing that because I want to put on mm-hmm. my best face and know the person and be friendly to them. So it's it's interesting. Yeah, I think I think one of the differences between that cuz like I've thought about that before that I'm like um is like you know, realizing like we're all on a mission for dating, you know, people have different missions and if your mission is to like, oh, I'm I'm out to get pussy or whatever, mm-hmm. like you can kind of smell that when someone always like has a new person around. But one of the cool parts about <laughs> I didn't mean great word choice. You're like, you can, you can sniff that out. (laughs) Yeah, you really can. Wow. That's it. But, um, no, but, uh, or I think one of the better perspectives on dating that like, uh, is like, you're trying to get to know a person and do fun, interesting things. And, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm thankfully we have like a fun, interesting friend group that do fun, interesting things. And it's like, I think that's why some people have remained friends. Cause it's like, Oh wow. Like this is, uh, what is dating besides like connecting with different people. And that can be viewed more as a positive than always like, all right, if you don't get 
if you don't get marriage out of it, then it's a failure, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which I think is, which is good. And then also, um, but I do think if there is a negative, it's kind of presented in the episode, which is like, it can be disappointing to, for her to get close with this cool family and then not get to experience the you know fruits of being in that family which is probably maybe I mean, not is negative, it, is it but better, it's like is it better to have loved and ends lost up being a bummer better to have lo- loved and lost than to never have loved at all it's like i think her life is better to have known that that mother and to mm-hmm, yeah. experience the fandom and to meet the father and family but but you're right that it does the more people that get folded into your relationship the the stickier and harder it becomes to end the relationship if that's what you want to do yes that is true dude yeah. have you heard the bat the horrible youth group um i think it was like a youth group type analogy but it was like every person's a piece of duct tape and like each person you date you have to stick to them and then you like peel it away and then after a while you're just not sticky anymore and no one will want to be with you <laughs> yeah. it's so horrible so then then you're just like an old you're just like a leathery tough thing that can't stick to anything <laughs> You're just like fibers that yeah. are very tough, but the nothing fucking, will stick to you. That's just a great. useless. <laughs> that's that's, oh, that's terrible. That's awesome. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I love that's that. That's awesome. That's great. That's a good Dude, analogy. The, the youth pastor that came up with analogy, like, thought he was like so proud of himself. You know. Yeah. He called his other youth and then, group, and then he just like friends. hurts. And then he just like it causes deep sh- pain to so many people who've been in trouble. Millions of kids. <laughs> yeah. And he's probably sleeping right now, being like, I did so much good in this world. And there's just all yeah, these fucked like, up 30 something year old kids that heard that analogy from that person. So good job, guy. And he's like, I dated. I dated six people and they broke up with me and now I'm just a useless piece of trash. No, I'm just a flimsy piece of duct tape with shit all over it. In a, in a revenge movie, what happens is like those people all end up randomly meeting at the same bar one night and they're all dejected and like two of them try to hook up and then you're like, you know what? I'm not going to hook up. And they're like, just make out with me, please. It's like, no. I have to make a change. They're like, why did you make a change? And then they do the duct tape analogy and they're like, wait, where'd you hear that? And then they all realize they heard the same analogy. And then they go to that dude's house and they wrap him in duct tape over and over and over and over. And they throw him off a bridge. Heck yeah. That's the Tarantino. version. <laughs> that's the Tarantino version. Dude, tape. That's Tarantino, awesome. Tarantino's new movie tape tape. Yeah. It's called fuck tape. Oh my tape. gosh. Tape. Yeah. Have you guys ever heard of hell houses? I'm sure some of our listeners oh, dude, have. Be- yeah. Yeah. Hell houses. Dude. I wish I, those th- things didn't exist where I grew up. How they need to do like a Tarantino type like horror movie of like a. There's uh, been movies actual, called. There's a documentary uh, there, there called Hell one. House. Yeah. Shut up, John. No yeah. original idea over here. No, uh, we should watch it. We no, I'm just telling it, myself yeah. to shut up. It's already been thought of. Next idea, <laughs> bro. On to the, On next, to the next one. On to the next storyline. On All to right, the next so, storyline. Um, Samantha's <clears throat> fucks. Charlotte's storyline is it brother how soon is that one coming how soon is too soon to have sex with your friend's sibling (laughs) man if only someone in our in this video feed had any experience with that yeah this this rewatch i wonder what's happened in the past three years since this (laughs) rewatch oh man oh i'm sorry i had sex with your brother john i'm sorry Uh, i had sex with your brother john <laughs> Sorry, I did it. Yeah, broke up his marriage. I don't think it's something we can talk about on the pod, but <laughs> someone's someone someone's sibling got fucked. <laughs> oh man! Uh, Just if you, you red, if you can see how red our faces are right now. <laughs> okay. Next, oh, next. We, plot. I mean, we really, we really aren't aren't able to get into literally any of the details of, of this <laughs> of whatever but happened i will, I will just say an, an, i will just say that siblings like that i i get sure i'm i connect with charlotte i get it <laughs> oh my goodness wow yeah well i was curious about it when <laughs> when it was happening i'm not i can't i can't pedal us out of here but we can dive deeper um i mean like <laughs> 
when people are consenting adults, you know, he was yeah, like, hundred percent. He, well, and I, I, this is more about the show, but like, he's like, Charlotte, listen, I'm no, not no, going no, no, back. Totally. Of course. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, cause there's a moment where I was like, it's not, I would be pissed if I were Charlotte. It, where do you, where do you draw the line? Where do you say like, Hey, you know what? You're an adult. I think the line is drawn when the, your friend wakes up in your apartment. When you go to your coffee and your friend is there, I think I think you are owed a text to say my, my, my this is going is, down wanna, or I'm staying over. I want to like, do, do you think Samantha did it for the reason that Charlotte concludes? Or do you think like, do you think Samantha was like, here's a divorced man who's hurting and he just needs this physical release and I'm going to be that person? Or do you think Samantha's just like, I'm going to bang this guy because he's hot? Because I'm not convinced that she like did it for any other reason other than for herself. But I could be convinced otherwise. Yeah, I think she did I it mean, for herself. You saw when she showed up. Does she have a line or does she talk about it or anything? Maybe you, if you're attracted to someone, you're like, man, they need to get laid. And she's like, I'm happy to be that person. No, they don't really have they don't really have a line. Uh, yeah, I mean, they don't they don't really have a line. They, I think he provides those lines at the end where he's just like, mm-hmm. look, this is what I needed. I was in a sexless marriage. This is what I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she shows up, she's just like, you know, when she shows up, she's like making eyes at him. And then she's like, why did you bring her? She's like, she's our friend. What do you mean? But like Samantha's like on the prowl when she gets there. Exactly. But I mean, it's, it's, uh, she's always on the prowl though. Yeah. She's, yeah, it's true. You have to imagine that you have to imagine that she can just sniff out. She can just sniff out like a divorced, a divorced guy. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like she, how many people has she had sex with that just have to be. Yeah. She's just like, there's something right around the corner. What's that? Is I guess is that I a think, rebound technically? Yeah. Yeah. So Listen, this so is she's okay being a rebound. Is, uh, I think she's very she's a very comfortable person being lots of people's rebounds, and you have to. She's comfortable with everything, but it, you have to imagine a lot of the people that are out trying to sleep with people, like at bars and restaurants and meeting people in that way. You have to imagine like the majority of them are are in some sort of rebound situation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Totally. I mean, every, and so everyone she's got to be. So Dennis Rod, she's the Dennis Rodman of yeah. the dating scene in New York City. Yeah. I think everyone's in some sort of rebound. Like we all we all have emotional shit that happens and we're either. Mm-hmm. We're either going up for a, a, a layup or we're rebounding. It's one of those two. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think. Well, <laughs> I think any two consenting adults can have sex with each other. But if it is your sibling, you're your right to be less than pleased with the results of the situation. Yeah, so we'll just leave it at that. I think I think Charlotte was right to, and I don't think you should lash out and say hurtful things. I think yeah. you should say keep it to how it made you feel, and then deal with the fallout of that over two glasses of wine at Brookvin in Park Slope, <laughs> and ask them to pay for the bill, and then you'll just say, you know what, it's all water, it's all water on the bridge now. Yeah, yeah, that's some very generic advice for anyone dealing with this out there. Okay. Just take it for what it is. Take it for what it is. I was watching this episode. I was like, I did not remember the storyline, but boy, (laughs) life comes at you fast when you're doing a podcast. (laughs) Oh, man. That's like when the mirror is just held up to you. You're like, and I mean, imagine if, if I saw it, imagine how much it could be felt at other places in the world. If I was like, oh, yeah, I relate to this. Uh Wow. Well, what else that, happened in this episode? You, thank you so much for 
listening to our podcast. Um, that's that's it. That's all the time we have. Did we miss anything else? I think we talked about Von Rizzo. We talked really about good, New York um, Sports Club and Equinox yeah. when Kevin got disconnected for uh, a while, and I tried to sell everyone on Equinox. We talked about um, you know, the brother situation. There, there's an Equinox. There's an, there's something about Equinox at one of the airport lounges that John and I were talking about, and I think I'm going to try to go there next time. If I next time I fly, I think there's an Equinox like closet at the airport lounge with some good towels and, and and like a rowing machine. So Dude, maybe. check it out. Yeah. If you've if um, you if you're an Equinox person, write into mm-hmm. the pod and tell us how great Equinox is. And if you think it's the biggest waste of money and I'm an idiot, then tell me that too. But you know, I'm yeah. I'm down with it. Um thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you all being here. Um if you haven't yet check out our Patreon where you can get access to an additional episode every single week all of the even episodes are done on patreon give us a follow on instagram or facebook uh you can look us up on tiktok we don't have one but you can still look us up uh yeah, and we uh we appreciate we do have a tiktok awesome i i just don't I, post on it but yeah well check it out anyway and uh we love I, you all so much why not? thank you so much for tuning in Give us give us some uh, rating on iTunes and all that good jazz, and we will and see you all next week. What do we got? What did I miss? And by the time we record the, but by the time the next episode comes out, there could potentially be an extra Bradshaw boy in the universe. Gosh, we are that's in, so we crazy. Are in code code nine any day now. Uh, we are waiting patiently to meet the fourth Bradshaw boy. So cannot wait. Uh, cannot so wait. Keep, we'll, we'll, kind of, we'll throw Jeremy. Keep, we'll, Jeremy's Bradshaw boy. Katie's a Bradshaw babe. So you know this will be number, number six. Six. Number six. Yeah. Number six in the Bradshaw family. In the Bradshaw fam. Mm. So uh, yeah, I'll, we'll we'll let you know. We'll, we'll post a pic as soon as as soon as the baby baby Bradshaw boy is born. <laughs> All right. Later, taters. Later taters. Later taters. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at the Bradshaw Boys, and if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. <laughs>